0: When you need help or advice, you turn to your parents or a trusted friend for help. So why go outside of Virginia, your home, when you need car insurance? Able Insurance gives you individual attention and won't turn your way no matter what your driving record looks like. Giving same-day personal service in the state of Virginia for over 30 years. Able Insurance, 979-0814 is the number. AbleInsurance.com is the site.
1: What up, what up, what up, though? Ball Hawk Show. Say one more time. What up, what up, what up, though? Ball Hawk Show.
0: What up what up what up what up what up Do welcome to the ball hawk show podcast i'm your host amon hawkins and i thank you for taking time out of your day to check out the latest episode of the ball hawk show podcast if you haven't already make sure you subscribe to the ball hawk show podcast on itunes apple Podcasts. also go to youtube so you can see it in a video format um Podbean, Blog Talk Radio, Google Play, Tune In app, Spotify. is on various platforms, so just make sure you subscribe to the Ballhawk Show podcast. I always appreciate the support and the time you take out of your day to listen to what I have to say in the sports world. So today's episode, we will be recapping the University of Virginia versus the Wake Forest Demon Deacons, the basketball game that took place. Last night at 9 o'clock p.m. at John Paul Jones Arena here in Charlottesville, Virginia. The Cavaliers, number three in the country now, defeated Wake Forest by a score of 68 to 45. Yes, that's another team that was held to under 50 points by the Cavaliers this year. UVA is now 8-0 and holding opponents to fifty. Points or fewer. They're actually 84 and 2 all time under Coach Bennett when holding teams is just 50 points or fewer. Um some other notes, the Cavaliers own a seven-game winning streak versus Wake Force. UVA has a 12-game winning streak at John Paul Jones Arena. The Cavaliers are 10-0 at John Paul Jones Arena this year and 176 and 41 in 13 seasons overall, Virginia is an ACC leading 52 and 5 in league home games over the past 7 seasons. Duke is second with a record of 50 and 7. UVA has won 8 of the last 9 meetings between these two teams. UVA had a season high 8 block shots and UVA jumped out to a 25 to 3 lead. To start out this game. Some player notes. Double figure scores. Kyle Guy had 12 points. Jay Huff had 12 points. DeAndre Hunter had 11 points. Ty Jerome had 10 points. And Mamni Diakite had 11 points. And if it was up to a lot of fans. That would actually be the starting lineup. That a lot of people would want to see. Because a lot of people want to see. Jay Huff supplant um, Jack Salt as a starter. Or at least play. More minutes than what he's playing. So, five guys in double figures. Cal Guy has an 18 game three pointer streak and has made two or more three pointers in each of the past nine games. Guy became the 48th Cavalier to reach 1,000 career points. So, congratulations to the great Cal Guy for scoring his 1,000th career point. Cal uh, Guy passed Malcolm, the president, Brogdon. 185 three-pointers into sole possession of eighth on UVA's career three-pointer list with now 188 career three-pointers. Huff's 12 points marked an ACC career high. Diakite matched a career high with seven rebounds and I already talked about UVA having five players in double figures which this was the first time all season that that had taken place. So those are some post-game notes, team, and players. So let's get into the actual numbers for the game and how we get to the 68-45 60, score. Well, we talked about it. The Cavaliers jumped out red hot, jumped up to a 10-0 run. Uh, Mamadi Akite, I believe, scored our first seven points before Wake Forest called a timeout. Um, we just came out forcing Wake Forest to settle for three-pointers. Their first five or six shots were all threes. And that's what you want in the Pac-Line defense, just pressuring them, making them settle for the the tough outside shot from behind the arc, and we making them pay by playing inside with Diakite first, and then Hunter hit a three-pointer on the outside. Um, you had Jay Huff check to the game. He scored six quick points, and then he had an alley-oop from Ty Jerome. Uh, the ball movement was there. We were efficient. The only questionable shot was the air ball by Todd Jerome, and I think he actually got fouled on that as the free throw line extended. But the defense was there. We were back to playing pack line defense, um, hedging and helping from the weak side, rushing out to the three-point line to contest. And um, I just want to say, I think, just, I think Wake Forest just fell into our spell of just settling for long jumpers. They took 24 total uh, three-pointers. They took 14 of those. In the first half, it was 5 of 14 from three in the first half, just 9 of 28 from the field. They shot 32% from the, free, from the field, 35% from three-point land, and they did not attempt a single free throw in the first half. And the reason why that's a big stat is because Wake Forest is one of the teams that goes to the foul line the most. So the fact that they did not attempt a single free throw in the first half was just a testament of the Wahoos not allowing them to penetrate into the lane and forcing them to settle for long jump shots. So the first half was just a wash. We you know we're beating the brakes off them. They made a run late to where they hit some timely three pointers. just was hitting hit a couple of three pointers. Um and I forgot the other gentleman's name that hit two back to back three pointers. Um it was right, yeah, number uh, yeah. It was right junior. Hit two back to back threes. They ended up cutting it down to 13 points at halftime. And then in the second half, it was it was, it was was a funny type of game because we was doing anything we wanted in the first half, very efficient. Um, in the first half, we shot 45% from the field, but we only shot just 36% from three. I mean, UVA is a team that pretty much every game, except for a couple of ga- you know, the Duke game, of course, but um, other games where it were close games, we shot under 40%, but usually we're right over 40%, um, you know, low 40s or mid 40s. Um, but to see us, in a sense, struggle, and I'm saying this with quotations because when we don't shoot over 40%, it's it just doesn't look right because we're so efficient, because we have such skilled shooters. We were just 4'11 from three-point land. We shot 45% in the first half, 66%. From the free throw line, UVA is actually the best free throw shooting team in the SC in the ACC. When I just checked today, but then in the second half, um, man, it, it was bad watching the second half. It was bad. I mean, even though we won the second half by ten points, thirty-two to twenty-two, it was rough. It it, it just was. I mean, the expectations are very high. You want to be polished. You wanna you bounce back from a Duke game to where you didn't shoot the ball particularly well, especially from three. Not from the field, but just particularly well from three. We were seven to twenty-one from three. Shot thirty-three percent. No, it was not in the teens, but we still didn't get back to how we got spoiled leading into Duke. You know, you, you the Virginia Tech game kind of spoiled fans and the and the games before that because we were shooting forty percent, forty percent. Virginia Tech, I think you shot what over fifty percent from three. And then you go to Duke, you shoot under 20%. Now, right here, you're hovering around 30%, 33%. Um, Free throw line, we were 17-21, 81%. That's a plus. Um, And it's hard to truly be stern on the Cavaliers because they won by 23 points. You know, it's one of those games where as a coach, it's like you're you're breaking down the film, you're trying to hold guys accountable, and all they see is the final score. It's like, Coach, we won by dubs, We won by 23. Like, what you want us to do? But in order to reach that next step and and to compete for national championships and just not ACC championships and that's not just getting out the first round, but when you're trying to compete to get to the final four to give you a shot to be perennial champions, You take a game like this as a great teaching tool and be like, yo, we have to fix this. Second half was very unacceptable. It was unacceptable. We shot 30% from the field, 30% from three. The thing that saved us is that Wake Forest shot 29% from the field and 10% from three. So if it wasn't for collective defense and the bad shot selection of Wake Forest from the outside of Sutherland for threes, we don't know what could happen, but we do know we won the ball game, and that's all I could pretty much say. All you could do is just hold them to the championship accountability. That's what I'm doing right now. So I may be seen like a Debbie Downer, but I'm holding the Cavaliers to championship accountability. You jumped out to a 25 to three lead, and you're coasting, and then. Your jumper becomes broken in the second half. Even though Wake Forest's jumper was super broken, it saved us. And it was a 9, a 9 p.m. start. That's late. Come on, man. People got kids. We want to support our hoops. But, I, you know, I, I heard this the, the last 9 o'clock game. No, nah, don't don't ever do this again. It it, I mean, if it's a 9 o'clock game, make sure the team is like that. I mean, we can, come on, man, For, uh, versus Wake Forest. Come on, man. Nine o'clock? After the Duke game? Come on, man. No. Not going to do it. But um, it's not too much else I, I really w- want to talk about. You know, the, the biggest thing is just the J-Huff situation, right? j ph- phenomenal, has phenomenal potential. Seven-footer. Could jump out the gym. Can glide down from the free throw line. Shoot the three. Can dribble. They already say he could dribble, can block shots, has demonstrated better awareness on defense, a better ability to hedge and rotate. He's getting there. But the Jay Huff situation, I know I used the back quarterback, the quarterback analogy in my last podcast, but I thought about it. I said, you know who Jay Huff in, in the situation where people want him to get more minutes and should he be a starter? And this Coach Bennett being too loyal to Jack Salt, you know, because people think Coach Bennett is loyal to a fault. Because you think about Merrill Shayok, right? He's at Iowa State, averaging a little under 20 points a game, shooting 50% from the field, taking 14 shots a game. Sat out last year, working on his craft this year, doing what he got to do. Everybody's happy for Merrill Shayok. And I think it does that young man and his program a disservice when people bring up the success he's having and try to use that against Coach Bennett like it's a bad thing. It's like, no, this young man understood what he wanted to do with his future. He transferred. He sat out a year. He worked on his craft. And he's taking advantage of it. He's living his best life. So what UVA's doing and what he's doing should never be intertwined again. The best of both worlds. We, we moved on successful. He's moved on. He's successful in his own right. And that's what brings me to, to Jay Huff. Because it's like. Was I calling Jay Huff Jeff Huff? No. Nah, I was calling him Jay. So Jay Huff reminds me of out because everybody understands that he's an offensive dynamo and it's just you know the defense of keeping him off the court and Merrill was the same way Merrill was a offensive dynamo he could just he was instant offense if Merrill was the microwave um Jay is the toaster oven because they come in and get hot just like that you no know, toaster oven take a little longer but a microwave is hot instantly but you get what I'm saying and Jay gives us that element of being able to play above the rim because we know Jack Salt's limitations. We love Jack Salt, all that he brings to the table. You understand, you know, you know his story, where he's how far he's come. But everybody, if you look at the NBA game, every team in the NBA averages over hundred points. Look at the NFL, how the rules are, everybody wants to see touchdowns, not extra not field goals. Well, college basketball is the same. We want to see dunks, threes, more scoring, and that's why people don't believe in University of Virginia. So when you got a guy like Jay Huff, who is a is just a lot of energy, can play above the room, can shoot the three, is a unicorn because he's seven foot, the European type of play, it's like, yo, we need him in the game. We need offense. We need offense. And people swear up and down Coach Bennett can't win with a defense first type of mentality because the changing of the guard is you gotta score. You gotta score, and then I start to look at the lineups, right? And I'll notice that anytime J. Huff comes into the game, he comes in with Braxton Key and usually Diakite and Jack Salt sit down. I don't know how many times I've seen J. Huff in with, um, with Diakite. Usually, when J. Huff's in the game, seem like Braxton Keys all like that's they're attached to the hip, meaning he completes J. Huff because. Braxton Key does so much. He's a Swiss Army Knife. So if you feel like you're going to lose some rebounding with Jay Huff, you bring Braxton Key in, he he can rebound. If you think I'm going to lose something more defense, you bring Braxton Key in with him, he can cover up that. Because if you left him in with Diakite, it, 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 it seemed like it probably wouldn't mesh as well. And I did also see that when Wake Forest went to zone, Jay Huff actually remained in the baseline. And the one thing I did like is with having him at the at the block versus zone, you could throw a oop and Ty Jerome throw him a oop. So, you know, if he would have been in versus Duke, can they complete that alley you with, with them in zone and Zion at the center position? I would have loved to see that. I would've loved to see who's gonna jump and get that. Um so I I guess my main thing I just wanna say to the fan base is, you know, I think Coach Bennett has earned that sweat equity to Work out the Kingston, try to find more uh lineup combinations that's gonna work for him. A lot of people question like, you know, why is Kayee in the game with Jack Salt? Because they both are limited on offense. I feel like He can shoot. He showed you he can shoot the three. He can break down the uh Ki-hei. I keep saying Key. Keyhe can break down the defense. He could get to the cup, he could dish, he can finish, he can shoot the open three. So I don't think he's as limited offensively as some think. It's just that both of those individuals don't have the scoring mentality. I think Kihei actually can score, but with the wrist injury um, that limited him. But we saw over the year that he's not afraid to go get buckets. Um, And I think Coach Bennett has to think of several different type of lineups and rotations depending upon the opponent that they have and depending upon the stage, depending upon the flow of the game. If it's a slow-paced game, You have to understand rotations and lineups that will help you be successful if you're playing slow. Now, if the game happens to speed up, because people feel like Virginia can't play fast. If the game is playing fast, I think you see Huff coming to the game. I think you see Key coming to the game. And I think you see, you know, Key could play if it's fast. But when you got the equalizer known as DeAndre Hunter, you can't worry, bro. Do the special, okay? You can never say enough about 12. 12 is a ball player. You can never say enough about, you better call Ty Jerome. Call him Mr. Shut the hell up juice because anytime things get rowdy, he always deliver a bomb to quiet everything down. Or if he at home, he delivers the bomb to quiet every day down on a sideline, not our fans. And then, you know, Cowguy's Guy's just steady. I, I'm seeing a lot of people saying that Cowguy Guy is struggling. I mean, Cowguy Guy averages 15 points a game. He scored 14 versus Duke. He scored 12 versus Wake Forest. Has he been as efficient? No. I mean, he was 3 of 10 from the field yesterday. That's 30%. You know, Ty Jerome was 4 of 13, so they both struggle with percentages. You know what I'm saying? They wasn't as efficient. So you got people saying that Cowguy. Guy disappears on the biggest stage which I, I don't i don't disagree with i just feel like you know when you lose when, when, when a loss takes place we magnify a lot of things out of panic it's hard to relax when you lose it's hard to say this is a great teaching tool it's hard to say this can make us better because everybody thinks the worst when you lose because that's how we're wired that's how we wired that's how you've been taught oh you lost you got to really lock in now and I always tell folks, no, you got to really lock in even when you're winning. That's what the greats do. The greats truly pay attention when they're That's When you're good, you only pay attention when you're losing. When you're great, you pay attention regardless. Like, you're nitpicky. That's what I love about Coach Wells. He'll tell you quick, you're not that good. Come on, I don't, care if, I don't care if you won by 20 points. You're just not that good. Look at the film. What are you doing? Christ, come on. So, um... That's all I got for you, man. The game was fun to watch early, and then the second half was tough to watch because I felt like we played like trash can juice. We still won by 23. We got work we got to do. Who do we go on the road and play next? We play um, Notre Dame Saturday at 1 p.m. down there in Indianapolis. Um, You know, no cow guy going to be lit. He going back home. And um, Wahoo fans, are gonna continue to work. Shout out to Jay Huff, man. Um, you you applying pressure, and that's what you want to do. Continue to earn more minutes, and you take advantage of your minutes. And all I could do is salute you, bro. All I could do is salute you because the last thing we want is division. Oh, and speaking of division, it's a video. I don't know. Did I talk about this? It was a video put out. Um, that looked like that cow guy, Neandre Hunter, were beefing. Hey, look. Even if there was beef, cause it can be beef. It's not beef. These these dudes love each other. And there's nothing to put a beef aside and still get buckets and, and, and play to win because everybody has a common goal. That's a great thing about sports. If if the world was like a locker room, we would all love each other because we all got one common goal. That's what I always tell folks. The greatest thing about a sports locker room is that you all got a common goal and you love each other. You always got each other back. And the last thing we need are rumors to be spreading around that Cal Guy and DeAndre Hunter don't like each other. Those They're brothers. Anytime you see a picture on the bench, it's Cal Guy, Ty Jerome, DeAndre the Hunter together. And that's what you're always going to see. But if you follow Ty Jerome on Instagram, all you're going to see him, all you're going to see from him is Jack Salt getting bullied for his fits and, and the clothes he wears. <laughs> But man, that's all I got for y'all, man. It's the ball hawk. Make sure you subscribe to the channel. As always, shout out to my sponsor, Aber Insurance, and shout out to Juice dot com. Yes, myself for sponsoring the ball. This ball hawk show podcast. Make sure you go to Juice dot com if you want to shut the hell up, Juice Apparel. I got the sensor apparel now, so I have designs where sthu is not on the clothing because I know a lot of students want to wear it to school. So I got the be great version. Of the STHU. So it's just the symbol of the guy telling you to be quiet. And you got to be great at the bottom. And that's what I call the censored version of STHU. So salute to you guys. And you know the motto. Good is the enemy of great. Be great in everything that you do. Wahoos won by 23. But we ain't trying to be good. We're trying to be great. We ain't trying to be the ACC champs. We're trying to be national champions. And we're going to take this film. We're going to dissect that second half. And we're gonna be even better than the next game. Ball hawk. I'm
1: out of here, baby. I want the whole world spin my record. Cheryl, you'll hear the hoodie stars. check game, stay free records. Oh. Show the girl fit the deaf and I'm massaging. Bad news, even be massaging. I got a fit it. Happy i be massaging. Pinky rings on my finger, I'm massaging. I got a speedboat constant cause I massage. I come and do a battle whole a kind of large. i be massaging. i be been massaging. I'm coming through a catalyst and massaging. Massaging. I got GPS, I be massaging. I catch croaker fish, cause I'm massaging. I like a macaroni plate, I be massaging. Even oodles and noodles, I be massaging. Turn out the ghetto, cause I'm massaging. I got ice around my neck, cause I'm massaging. A even gold teeth, I am massaging. A pinky ring iced out, cause I'm massaging. I got a hundred million dollars, I be massaging. I got ten dollars, I be massaging. I got a thousand dollars I be massaging. I got 22 cents and be massaging. I take a penny and be massaging. I tell shorty girl fat, I be massaging. You big two, I be massaging. I be massaging. I be massaging. I got a GPS stern with massaging. Whole shit, roll chain be massaging. I got a f***ing I be massaging. I got a 12 gauge pump, I massage. I got a hundred I massage. Ain't broke. I be massaging. I stay paid. I be massaging. I stay late. I be massaging. I hit the pool all night cause I'm massaging. You wanna come through loaded and massage. Whole cheese, we massage. Bad new party constantly massage. Ain't no joke. I be massaging. Even the bacon and eggs, I be massaging. Huh? Polo shirts. Chateau Adidas. I be massaging. I love you, sweetie cake. Spin my record, let me give you the game. On oh, how to get rich? Take a penny and flip a penny. Then 40 billion. Ah, uh-huh. Why? I be massaging. What? Car stern wheel. I be massaging. The whole, the whole label of the state free records in the VA. Oh! Hey! Let's have a money shot.
0: Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V
1: on YouTube.